Hey, 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 hey. What's up? It's Michael Yo. Uh, thank you so much for watching the live stream. Thank you so much for subscribing to the podcast. I mean, it's blowing up. You guys are blowing it up. I appreciate all the love. And yes, I'm feeling much better. Thank you for all the love on that. Remember, subscribe to the podcast. Give it five stars. Leave a comment. That does so much for me. Now, Here's how the this show works. The podcast comes out on Tuesday, but a couple of days before on Facebook Live, on my Facebook page and on my YouTube page, I have these people live on the show. So if you want to see videos of it, just go to my Facebook page and you can see all the videos of my interviews or my YouTube page. But I want to bring her in right now. I've known, let's see, Megan. Uh-oh, Megan, Hello. there you are. How are you? Hey, I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm still alive. You're still, uh, girl, I am still alive. That makes me very happy. Say, you're still alive. <laughs> I'm still I'm alive. You're still here. Yes. I am still How here. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. You know, I'm not fully recovered yet. You know, okay. I, I'm done with Corona and all that stuff, but I'm still trying to get Good. strong. You know right. what I mean? Of I'm still course. trying to build up. I, I feel weak at times still. Mm, I tried working good. out a couple of days ago. I couldn't make it all the way through. Wait, why are you trying to work out when you basically was just like on the line about to die with Corona? You, you know what? That's what, my, that's what my wife said. But I got to yeah. push. I got to make it happen. <laughs> I understand. You got to keep going. But you got to make sure you, gotta, you know, relax a little bit. I know. I know. But, you know, it's like I'm just happy to be alive. So I'm like, I want to do everything. It brings yeah. an appreciation of, man, just waking up and, you know, having my family there. Yeah. It's like, I want to do as much as possible, you know, but you can't do anything right now because we're all trying to be safe, which is good, which yes. I suggest everyone trying to do. Yeah, I but, agree. Uh, stay inside, please. Stay inside. Stay inside. My wife, I want to start with this. Uh, we'll get to Batwoman because, of course, uh, you're one of the stars on Batwoman. Ooh. But you've known my wife for so long. How did yeah. you guys meet? So we met, I, I think it was when one of our friends, Alyssa Campanella, was Miss USA and she was going to Miss Universe and we met at a Miss Universe party. And so with us both being a former, you know, I was a former Miss California. She's a former Miss, My, Miss Wyoming. We kind of just met there. It's just like, hey, how's it going? All right, great. And we kind of just like did our own thing. And then our groups of friends started hanging out more. And from that, we basically just started hanging out. And then the rest has just been history. Okay. So this is going to be about me, this part. So when she oh, met me, when, when my wife met me, <laughs> because y'all are best friends. When I tell everybody y'all best friends, literally, yes, that I see y'all yes, talking all the time. I met Claire six years ago. We've been married four years. When she first met me, she called you and said what? Yeah, she said, do you know who Michael Yo is? Have you heard of Michael Yo? What can you tell me about Michael Yo? And I was like, yes, I've heard of Michael Yo. Like, what's wrong with you? And I literally gave her like the whole little like explanation. And I remember sending her some pictures. I was like, remember that was the dude on E. She was like, what? <laughs> so I guess that's what Wyoming does to you. You just don't know nothing. I don't know. Yeah. So when did you know it was serious? Pretty you know, fast. I knew it was serious when the girl stopped hanging out with me. I was like, <laughs> where is my friend? Honestly, Michael, I was so jealous of you. I would text her and I'm just like, hey, so are we hanging out at blah, blah, blah? No response. Just so everybody knows, Claire does not not respond to a text. 
Yeah. So for her to not do that, I was like, this Michael is coming up in here. So I finally asked her, look at you. Yeah. I asked her one day, we were actually in a taxi. I finally was able to get her to go to like the bar or something. And I was like, how are things going with Michael? Like it, things seem kind of serious. And she played it very coy. She was like, yeah, you know, it's getting serious. Like I met his parents. I'm like, you met his parents. Oh yeah. So yeah, you just, you replaced me. It's okay. You know, I'm, I'm over here just surviving. <laughs> so hey, we, we can share. <laughs> We can share. Yeah, we can share. share. We can share. <laughs> uh, I want to go through some of the comments. That's uh, he said. Anya says, "Happy Saturday." Happy there you Saturday. Go. Uh, Lori says, "Glad you're feeling well." And then mm -hmm. uh, Lori also says, "Don't push yourself." She's taking. See, Lori agrees. Don't yeah, she agrees yourself. with you. Now, if you want to get your comment in, all you got to do is leave it on the side. If you're on Facebook mm -hmm. or YouTube, you can leave a comment. At any time, if you have any questions about Batwoman, Megan's on that oh, CW gosh. hit. You can CW ask. show. Yeah. So how are you? Because I know, have y'all finished all your episodes for this season? No. Really? Tell me about so that. So we only, well, not only. I mean, it's a lot of episodes. On the CW show, we get 22 episodes and you literally have to relocate to Canada and you're just up there. So we got to episode 20. And right when we're filming episode 20, we get the phone call, uh, you're done. There's a pandemic outside, go home. And I'm just like, I was really upset because uh, I had just started filming my stuff. And one of my biggest days of filming was supposed to be that following Monday. So basically, I don't even know if I'm in this finale because I only filmed like one scene. So I'm a little bitter, but yeah, <laughs> we made it to about episode 20 of 22. Okay, so you so y'all plan to go back. I don't want to get into plans because nobody really knows, but y'all have to yeah. shoot two more and then are y'all done or are they gonna roll y'all into the next year since you're up there? Well, that is the question that okay. we are all wondering because a lot of the shows like nobody was able to finish. So we've been wondering, like, are we going back to just do those two and then or they might just tack them on to the next season? We really don't know. We're over here just sitting and waiting. Okay, so my wife just left a comment. She says, I love Sophie. Sophie. It's Sophie. She, yeah, she puts Sophia all the time. Like, See, ahead. my wife just messed up. She's your yeah. best friend, and she's calling you Sophia. It's she's Sophie, fired. baby. It's and Sophie. It's she's been doing that for a while. Like, even when I do the Instagram takeovers, she puts Sophia, Sophia. I'm like, the girl's name is Sophie. <laughs> but it's, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One thing I, I saw a couple of episodes of the show. One thing I noticed is you know how to fight now. Uh, when did this all happen? Now, I yeah. always could fight. What's wrong with you? But I will say <laughs> I'm able to now flip somebody. I, I have never been able to drop kick someone, flip them over, beat their ass. Now I'm able to do that thanks to the stunt team up in Canada. So, you know, they give us a, a really good course in like Taekwondo, Jiu-Jitsu, all of that stuff. And I got to learn that last like March. Okay. And now I can kick your ass. I know you can not, kick my ass. But I won't do it because you just survived Corona. That's right. I'm weak right now, Megan. I'm weak. Yeah. I'm weak. Yeah. You're an easy target, but I I, am. I'll leave you alone. Sophie would just crush me right now. Yes. Sophie would, not Sophia. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Uh, uh, that That's my wife says that's my nice name for Sophie. Okay. Well, we'll. we'll she can honestly, she can call me whatever she wants. So we'll oh. we'll we'll stick with Sophia. Okay, uh, Megan Tandy, I hope you're in the finale. 
Man, I hope I am too. I know. Well, no, I'm. I'm in it. You know, it just might be a line or two, but I. Yeah, I'll be there. Oh, so. my wife wrote something else. My wife won't leave us alone. Nick, what does that mean? Nick. I don't know. She's just typing something. Oh, know. nickname. Nick, See, oh, my... okay. <laughs> Hey, we'll take it. We'll take my it. My okay. wife is all over the place right now. She's watching this. She's having fun. She's uh, even the greatest supporter. I love her so much. So it says, Megan Tandy, I hope you're in the finale. Is there a chance you won't be? No, I'm definitely in the finale. I'm just not in it as much as I was supposed to be because we just, we couldn't even film literally a whole day's worth of work that was just me and my character. Like everybody else got to do the majority of their stuff, but my whole, there was like a day, I got a day of filming. I was so excited and we couldn't even do it. They were like, the pandemic came and you're done. And I was like, well, not in the finale, but you know, here I am. Okay. So here's what's interesting is I've seen your journey. Cause I've like for the last six years when I met Claire, I've yeah. seen some high highs where you, you were always the person that was about to get the role. You know, you're like, I came in number two. Every time yeah. I Claire pick up the phone, Claire would say, oh my God, she she went to this casting and it's between her and another person. Yep. And then the other person would get it. Other person would get it. When you were at those points when you always were number two, how'd you keep pushing through? And did you ever want to quit? Oh, I want to quit all the time. Even, even now having the job, I'm like, man, I'm done after this. I quit. This business, it's just very, it's very tough. Uh -huh. And I will say, you know, having a very, very strong support system, you know, with wonderful friends like Claire, you, um, my family, like that does help to keep me going. Cause there, I mean, there's only so much rejection that one can take and not only just getting rejection, but when you're like number two and number three, and they're about to choose you. And it's like, and then the reasons why they would not, you know, it would just be, you know, and I'm saying this in like a humble way. I'm not trying to, yeah. it would be things like, you know, oh, you're too pretty. I've heard things like, you know, you're not black enough or you're too tall, you're too old, you're too young looking. It would be all these like crazy things. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done. So then here comes Batwoman. I booked it and I'm like, well, I guess I'm still in this. Yeah, <laughs> you are. You are. And it, yeah. it's interesting because, uh, yes, you're very humble, but it's interesting for people not in the industry. You know, it's a bunch of no's, but it's a, oh, it's, yeah. it's a bunch of no's from it seems like they will find something to say. Like, well, oh. I could honestly say, well, you're too pretty. So it doesn't look you would like you could fight. So we can't mm -hmm. cast you as this or you're this. So I, I totally understand. I got told I'm not the I'm not black enough to, really? you know, I was gonna say, what have they said to you? Oh, like no, that? I went in for a casting uh, <laughs> big black producer, probably one of the biggest black producers out okay. there. And he goes, man, I got to be honest with you. Your audition was awesome, but you're just not black enough. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how it goes. He goes, I love you, yo, but you're just not black enough for, for yeah. this part. And I was like, what does that mean? You know, yeah, and see. I think it's just, honestly, it was all about the skin tone on that. Or that my yeah, mannerisms sure. isn't urban enough. And I hate to even put urban yeah, on it, but I have no it's, urban swag. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, <laughs> Me neither, apparently. So, <laughs> no, I feel you. And that's, that's the part that was so stressful, though, because I was getting stuff like that, too. Like, you were the best of the day. You were the blah, blah, blah. And, but it's based off of something else. Like if it's not going to be based upon my talent, then why am I doing this? 
that's what I had to like wrestle with. I was like, well, it's not about talent. And now it's going to followers, how many followers you have, who you know. And it's like, you know what, honey, it's just added a whole different element that I didn't sign up for. What do you think about that? Because I've actually seen and heard of jobs getting booked because they have a big Instagram following. And that doesn't necessarily, look, I don't want to disrespect anyone with big Instagram followers, but that doesn't mean you have talent. Because I know I, no, no, no. Some of them do have talent. It's true. It's so true. I've seen, but I've seen people with 5 million people that all they do is show their butt. You know what I mean? Exactly. Is that talent? I know. I know. And here's the thing. A lot of these studios, they're, they're betting on them to be able to bring in a certain number based off of that number that's on Instagram and it just don't do nothing and they don't have the talent to match up with it. So it's just, it's just a lose lose. I'll tell you, I'll tell you an interesting story. My friend is a huge in the movie business, kind of one of the top people at a big movie studio. And you remember all the movies they used to use uh, influencers to promote movies, you know, like, Oh, we're watching yes. such as a well. After a lot of research, they found out that not in the movie, just promoting the movie, right? They found out that you know there's only a certain audience that, like, if you're an influencer, you can influence, yeah, and it's not movies. Sure. It's not right. people going to the movie, but but makeup, uh, mm-hmm. clothes, like Definitely different clothes, things. some hair stuff, yeah, yeah. But like movies, nah, nobody. Why would I go if if I was a fan of yours on Instagram for your six second videos? Like, why would I go see you? (laughs) Why would I go see you in a movie? I can just watch you on my Instagram. That's where I that's That's where I like you from. You know, I don't know. Uh, David says, uh, Megan Tanny, you have my vote. You're you are not done. It's just the beginning. Thanks, David. I like that. My friends just said the same thing uh, for my birthday last week. And I was just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm just beginning. But when you've been in this for so long, like Michael, you've been doing this for a while. You know, I, I was a fan, you know, Claire, I don't know what she was doing, but I know that you've been at this for so long. So have you ever felt that you were just beginning or that you were truly at your peak or that you were done? Like, no. How, how have you felt? I've See, never it's, felt it's, it's, that. It's a constant. Yeah. I never felt I was at my peak. I felt like I was very comfortable and no, like for instance, I can interview anyone. I've interviewed Barack Obama. I've interviewed Madonna. So I've been cool. Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, everybody. I've interviewed mm. every big celebrity you can interview. I'm comfortable interviewing people. So it, that kind of thing. And I got that confidence probably like five, six years ago. I was like, okay, I'm good. Whoever you put in front of me, I can interview and I can yeah. go for however amount of time. Now it's kind of like I'm comfortable with that. I can put that behind me, put that in my tool belt saying, mm-hmm. okay, if I ever need to work in entertainment again, or if a show ever needs yeah. someone to interview somebody, I got that. It's kind of like sure. now, you know, I'm moving into something new, acting and just straight up stand up comedy, yeah. and, which is yeah. the worst timing when we're having a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, but I, <laughs> but I, I also feel that since I did interview people, and I've been on the radio all my life. I've learned a lot from that to bring me into acting. And my For standup sure. is taken off. So I'm very excited about that. So when once we get past this pandemic, I'm very excited to jump into that. So that's what keeps yeah. me excited. But if you, to me, if you feel like you got it, you lose hunger. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah, that's so true. Like that you don't fight as hard for it because you're like, oh, okay, I've made it, I'm done. But it's like, that's the thing with this business. And I tell people this all the time. Like you're never really 
there. You're never really done. No. Even people now, um, who was it that got the Catwoman role like a few years ago? Um, Anne Hathaway. She still had to audition for that, but she was already like from all these other movies. So it's like you're never done auditioning. You're never done pursuing the job. It's always you're always on that grind. Well, I mean, so. look at Chris Pratt before he got huge. Mm -hmm. He's now in all these Marvel films. But yep. the the guy that ran the show didn't think he fit for it. And this was Chris Pratt. Oh, see, I mean, well. it wasn't Chris Pratt today. It was right. A different, it, was a different, it was more of the yeah. office Chris Pratt. But <laughs> still, sure. like, like Anne Hathaway probably, and I'm just making this up, but I imagine they made her audition because they couldn't see her yeah, as Catwoman. You know? Right. So to me, this industry, if you're going to be in it, it's all about no's. It's all about yes. rejection. And it's and it's it just about those few yeses you get because you so need true. to make the most of those yeses. Yeah. And I also um, I say to people that literally your job as an actor is to audition. Once you understand that, you'll be way more at ease getting the job and actually like working. You got the trailer. That's just the bonus. But your job is to audition and it's an on-call job. So you can just be sitting here doing absolutely nothing. And then they call you up and they're like, hey, you got an audition tomorrow. You got to get up and get your butt to that audition. So it's just you have to be willing to go along with just the grind of acting. Otherwise, it can beat you down just like it was kind of doing to me there for a little bit. OK, I want a Megan Tandy secret. Give me for all the new actors that are going to watch this breaking in. Like, is there like when you mm. first get a script because you're great at memorization and I don't want to give yeah, away any of your foggy. secrets. I don't want to give away your <laughs> secret. But like when you first get a script, what is a piece of advice you could give someone trying to learn that script in 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 overnight? Well, so basically you're going to get the sides and then they'll give you the script. Yes. So I, I always tell people if you can, because some people they'll just go straight to the sides and be like, all right, let me just start memorizing my lines. Um, no, you need to start reading the script first, because if you read the script, that's actually going to help inform what you have to actually go out and perform. Does that make sense? Yes, so totally. If I, if I have the script, like, and it, and it kind of sucks because sometimes like, especially during pilot season, you've got like five different auditions. You're like, man, what do I do? Um, if you don't read the script, you have no idea what's going on. And that actually helps you to memorize. So for me specifically, if I don't understand the context of the scene, if I don't know why I said what I'm saying, if I don't understand why he or she's coming at me that way, I can't memorize it because at that point you're just acting. You're not supposed to just act it like you need to you need to feel it. Otherwise, how are you supposed to memorize? Yeah. So, so what what happens? Because a lot of times they won't send the script either. So what do you do then? Because yeah, I've gotten auditions that are four pages. No, we're not sending the script. I know it's all Go. a secret. Yeah. Yeah. So if they basically just give you the sides, which is usually, you know, the situation, all you can really do is just try to create a life for your character. So if you go straight into it, like, all right, I'm just going to memorize these lines. You can do that, but you're not going to be able to give a good deep performance because it's going to just all be surface level in order for you to really go deep with it. You got to create a life for that character. If you're not doing that, so, so giving a life for the character, because I heard a bunch of uh, writers talking about this on Variety. It's mm. um, like you do you go back to what their family life was? Do you take it all the way back there when you get a script? Yeah, without it? Sometimes it, it kind of depends. How, on how far does it go I back got? for you? Well, I will only take it back as far as the script allows. So if it says, you know, Sophia 
Sophia <laughs> has a past of, like, if it's like Sophia has a past of hanging out in Wyoming and she doesn't know anything about this and that and the other, and but she met Michael at the age of 10, well, you got to go and visualize that. So I'm going to start at age 10. Well, what would it have been like this girl in Wyoming whose name is Sophia just meets Michael at 10? What is that going to be like? You have to kind of just use a lot of imagination. Some people don't want to do that, but imagination, it really does help. But just so, take it back as far as you need to. So how long is that process for you? Like you get a script today, you got to go in tomorrow. I know that's a short amount of time. Sometimes you get yeah, two days. time. But but like, how long does that process for you take uh, the character building before you actually start memorizing the lines or feeling the lines or whatever you do with the lines, you know? I mean, I mean, I say this in a humble way. Um, now that I've really exercised that muscle, I'm actually able to do that within, I'm going to just say like 15, 20 minutes. Okay. Because what I'm doing now is, you know, I'll, I'll take the script, read, read all of the sides through. Then I'll kind of create a little life, think about it for a second. And as I'm learning it, I'm imagining. So does that make sense? Like I'm yes. imagining at the very same time that I'm, that I'm memorizing it, which helps to create the picture in my head. So then I'm able to just kind of just get it like that. But how it, much, takes, it takes some time. How much better are you acting now than you were before you started the show? Oh, 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 just the show. Yeah. Oh, I would say, I would definitely say my, my acting skill has elevated because especially with my role as Sophie, like she's just this very deep, very complicated character. And I can't just like show up with this surface level type of acting. Like I really have had to go deep and really understand her struggle. And because of that, it really has informed my acting. Now, if I'm getting self tapes and stuff, now I know it's like, you got to go deep. Otherwise your performance is just going to suck. So it, it has helped me because I didn't used to always want to go deep. Cause honestly, Michael, not everybody's got time to do that yeah. when you got 10 auditions. So I wouldn't always do it, but this job, you kind of have to. So okay. it definitely helped me. Now, before the pandemic, like when people get their first, you know, starring role or a major role that kind of changed the game for them. Has this show changed the game for you at all yet? Are you seeing, I know there's a pandemic. Are you seeing that yet? Or since you're locked into a show, you really can't benefit from it till the show is done or till the contracts are all done. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm probably like the wrong person to ask for this because you know, I've got, so it's, it's so cute. My friends were just telling me that they think I'm at some level that I'm not going to say, cause I, I can't even like, I'm like, yeah. but, um, I've, I don't know. I think just cause I've been doing this for so long, I'm just very humble with it. It's like, so in other words, like to answer your question, like maybe to some, you know, I'm kind of making it like the fact that I get to go and do this and I'm getting this kind of offer that's making it. But for me, I'm like, this is just a part of the the job. I'm just doing my thing, and all this other stuff is 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 uh, is is that bonus that I was talking about. It's the people that allow these little things to kind of affect them, and now it's like, oh, I've made it, and they get comfortable, like you said. Then they stop being hungry for it. So for me, I, I'm I'm doing exactly what I was doing five years ago. I'm just give me my script. I'm auditioning. Here's an interview. I'm on the Michael Yo show. What? Like, I'm just. No, literally, it's like I, I'm treating everything as if it was just five years ago. So you have to ask Claire. I feel like Claire would probably give Claire would a know. different answer. Yeah, well, Claire would know. Well, what's <laughs> interesting, what's interesting is, you know, my wife always says 
to me, you know, because there are certain things in Hollywood you have to do. I feel, well, you don't have to do it, but yeah. you, it, it helps out. Like my wife is like, oh, you, you need to network more if you want to like, <laughs> so, you know, and I'm not yeah. a big networker. I have my group of friends because I believe, because I believe if you're talented, it will stand out. But then you see shows like American Idol where it's like, oh no, these kids wanted to make it, but Kelly Clarkson, sure. Carrie Underwood, they had talent. They just needed to be on the right thing. What's your, right. like, I think my biggest regret is when I first got here, I didn't network as hard as I should have. Do you have a yeah. regret? Like if you could go back and change one thing about your career, what would have the, what would it have been? Oh, that is so good. That is such a good question. I can't even, dang, I don't think anyone's ever asked me that before. If I could go back and change anything, well, actually, I mean, I don't know if this speaks directly to networking, but if I could go back, because I, I started acting at the age of seven, I got my first agent at the age of 10, and then they went out of business two weeks later and I got depressed and said, forget oh, no. acting. So I, if I could go back to then, I wish I would have continued acting and, and con continued to pursue it. But as far as like networking and stuff, um, oh boy. I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say that like everything's worked out perfectly, but I feel like the team that I've surrounded myself with, they've just done a really good job at making sure that I'm, you know, going in for the right jobs. Like there might've been one or two opportunities that, you know, if I could go back, you know, I might've turned it down at the moment. And once I saw who they cast and I'm like, Hey, maybe I should have auditioned for that. But other than that, I don't know. Well, okay. Can you talk about really a big know. show that you didn't audition for that you regret it? If you don't want I to, that's mean, fine. Oh, there's too many of those. Oh, really? But uh, I mean, there's. I mean, it's not. And it doesn't mean many. it doesn't mean you would have got it. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm was say, it, it doesn't mean I would have got it. But but there's so because a person like you, you've been in the game so long, you get a lot of auditions, and you kind of have to prioritize. Look, if I got ten yeah. auditions this week, these are the six or five I'm really gonna try to For crush, sure. and I don't think these are gonna be. Like, like, has that ever happened where the audition you oh. didn't go? Oh, absolutely. Like, especially for, so sometimes I'll get, you know, it's funny. A lot of people be like, of course you did. But I would get a lot of roles that originally wanted a white girl. They'll be like, white girl, blonde, pretty, beauty, <laughs> whatever. And then they couldn't find their white girl. So they're like, all right, uh, we'll start opening up. You know, it's open ethnicity now. There were times that I would pass on those because it was just kind of like they originally wanted a white woman and sometimes they ended up going with a white woman. There, there was a few times that I've changed their minds, like on uh, Jane by Design, which was my very, very first series. They originally wanted Lulu Pope to be some like debutante, like white girl, whatever. And I came in there, you know, with my black ass self and they were like, <laughs> oh, she's white, black enough. But um yeah, I've had to, sometimes I have to look at some auditions and like, it depends. And that happens a lot. Like if they want white girl or Latina, I have to really ask myself, like, what is the likelihood that they're going to actually cast a black woman? If it's not really that likely, I'm probably not going to go in. So, because I have to concentrate on these other scripts. Exactly. Your time right. I have to go towards the ones where I actually like fit the description one where they're actually looking and searching for me. But then you've got my manager that'll come in and say, hey, they gave you the audition, which means they are looking for you. But then, you know, okay. actors, we, we have this. 
That's another question I want to ask you because, what? you know, I'm new in the acting game. I just started like a year and a half ago. Welcome. But one thing, welcome. Uh, but one <laughs> thing I do notice is, you know, I got that question too. Like, okay, this doesn't fit me. Well, they asked you to come in, but then you get there and it's kind of like, okay, it's kind of like when they ask you to come in, they're, the agents will say that's a win if they ask you to come in, because a lot of people don't get asked to come in. Well, that's actually very true. That's is it true? true? Yeah, no, it is. But I think it also kind of depends on where you're at in your career. Mm -hmm. um, and I say this in a, in a nice way. I have to always preface it that way, because I don't want people thinking like, oh, is she out there thinking that she made it? And, the, and but, we're talking more industry right now. So that's why yeah, like, we just, yeah. just want to know the real truth. For so, sure. Look, it's all humble. It's all love for anyone yeah. watching or listening. It's all but I just want to get the real facts here. Well, and so what happens is when you make it to a certain level, like, so I've been in this for a long time, you start going into specific rooms where they're only looking at you and five other girls, or um, they actually start requesting you. So the team doesn't even have to try to pitch. They're like, hey, we want Megan Tandy to come into this. So you'll get opportunities like that. And so there's this thing with certain actors where it's like, you know, especially as minorities, we have to look at the fact that like, are they bringing us in so that they can say, oh, we looked at all ethnicities, but we went with the white woman. Like that, <laughs> that is a thing. Mm -hmm. It is a thing because they can get in trouble for not seeing all ethnicities. So I have to sometimes, mind you, I don't always know, but sometimes you have to gauge like, am I being brought in just to, you know, fulfill that quota so that they can say that they saw black women or am I actually being brought in because they want to see me? But that's only when you get to a certain like, yeah. level. Otherwise, I reach you're that, right, see, and I know I know what you're talking about because I reached that level on hosting where even to this day, I don't go in unless I'm top three. Like literally, it's the finals that went through everybody for and they sure. go, okay, yo, it's your time to audition for this role. But it took me a long time to build up to that. Yeah. Because people absolutely. know you can host. You know, it's like right. it's, it's they know don't you waste can your act. Time. Yeah, don't yeah. waste your time. So uh I want to put this up. Let's see. Kimberly Brown says, glad to see you on the MYO show. I've never seen Batwoman and now I'm going to check it out. Well, first of all, Kimberly, if you're going to be tuning in now, I don't even know if I'm really in the finale and I'm barely in both of them. But Wait yes. a minute. But you said you had two more to shoot. How does that work? Yeah. So what it is, is they, uh, so we were right in the middle of shooting episode 20. So instead of like just not making that an episode, they made it an episode without you know, a lot of my work in it. So <laughs> that's, that's why it's okay. still an episode. So uh, yeah, hopefully that makes sense. So th we, we didn't, when we were airing back in, you know, what is it? February, we only aired up until episode 16. So now 17, 18. Yeah. We only aired up until episode 17. So now 18, 19 and 20 are airing. That's what so that then, means. so then those other two episodes, since you already did a finale could go away. Right. What do you mean? What do you mean? Go away? No, no, no. We, we those are completed episodes. So we oh. completed episode eighteen, completed episode nineteen, God. and we we didn't complete episode twenty. But we gonna air it anyways. Okay. So we're already past thirty minutes. But what I want to ask you a couple more things, getting off of yeah. uh, Batwoman. Like, what are you doing in quarantine? Like, how are you spending your time now? Oh my gosh. So here's the thing. Not only am I surviving the pandemic. I am also surviving my parents who are going to be watching this. I love you. You guys, I chose to spend this pandemic at home because my parents are in their seventies and I want to help out. 
Um, I'm ready to go. Because <laughs> you guys, I'll try to just sleep in because you know we do night shoots on the show. So when I first came here, I was sleeping in till noon. I will get a text message from downstairs saying, "Where are you?" And I'm like, "There's a pandemic outside. Where do you <laughs> think I am?" And and they would be like, "Oh, we haven't seen you all day." It's just 1130 or whatever yeah. it is. And so they're just constantly just like on me. But I am redoing their entire backyard. So that's been really nice. So for the okay. last two or three weeks, um, I've hired some wonderful people that are doing great landscaping. So we spent a lot of time on that. Um, and I've had to, you know, do all this influencer type of stuff because all these interviews are at home now. Yeah, they so, are. They are. And I've been creating my own little content for my my little Batwoman takeovers. I've got my own little Megan Tandy takeover show, which is fun because my passion has always started behind the camera. Like I love producing. I love writing. I love um, directing. And so I'm actually finding myself really just picking up that habit again. And I feel like I'm probably going to be going in that direction after this job. Well, it's funny. That. It's funny. Claire started uh, doing some social media stuff for me, making videos. Oh, good. Is she, Did you is she see the, the video yet? She posted yesterday. The TikTok. The breast milk. Yeah. How is your stomach doing right now? When she I put saw breast you milk. on that, she put breast milk in my in my. Uh, I do this matcha latte. That's crazy. And then she filmed it. She thought it was so funny. And then she did oh, one no, today. Good. She got you good. She, so did she one today. Good. She did one today because everybody's saying I look like Lionel Richie. So she's playing, she's playing <laughs> with this with this ugly ass mustache. She loves it though. Yes. She loves this no, mustache. And I just love that she's getting you so good with it. But that mustache got to go. Got to go. We did Claire, a poll. I love you, but no. Yeah, it, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's gotta go. Yeah, like you, you definitely look like somebody's it. dad. I know. <laughs> I'm like, look here, boy. Look here, boy. Yeah. Let me tell you something, boy. Let me tell you something, boy. Yes. Hey, but maybe that's why Claire loves you so much. She's like, he looked like somebody's daddy. I don't know. <laughs> Just, I think you got to get that razor though at the end of this pandemic, though. Oh, for yeah, sure. A hundred percent. Claire says mustache is a must. <laughs> No, he's gonna get rid of it, or at least a goatee. You know, make it a little. I'm bit, getting you know, rid get of it. Will Smith on. Okay, all right. If you haven't been to my Instagram, check it out. My wife films me with Lionel Richie. Hello, playing in the background. It goes hello. <laughs> I gotta see that. I didn't see that one today. That's good. All right, Megan. Thank you for checking in. I really appreciate yes. it. And yeah, for, thank you for having me on. Yeah, we appreciate you stopping by. So everybody else, this podcast drops every Tuesday. Uh, at 9 a.m. And make sure you subscribe, leave a nice comment. And if you're watching it live right now, we always drop it a couple days first on YouTube and on uh, Facebook. So Megan, any final words of inspiration to anyone? Man, you know, I know it's crazy pandemic time. Everyone's kind of got their spirits low, but just do whatever you can to just keep your spirits high. If that means you got to listen to the Michael Yo show or you got to do a backyard for your parents, do what you got to do. Or maybe you got to drink breast milk. Do what you got to do to keep your spirits up because we're going to get through this together. All right, Megan. Love you, girl. We'll talk soon. Yeah, love you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.